0: It's time for Discussions. Welcome to the much-anticipated episode of Discussions that's called Where to Find True Love. Some of our best-performing podcasts so far have been How to Heal After a Breakup and How to Find True Love. And those are really powerful episodes that can help you out, so check them out if you haven't. But we've had some people reach out and Question where to find true love. So today I'm going to explain to you what I found after researching the best ways to find love now that we're in 2023. And the cornerstone of today's podcast is a report released by eHarmony and Monash University. They surveyed 2,000 Australians and found out how couples met between 2015 and 2020. And We're going to go through some of the ways, uh, the most common ways that couples met. And I'll start off by going through the list. The six main places where couples met were, number one, dating apps with 29.4%. Two, through a mutual friend, 17.1%. Three, at work, 15.9%. Four, at a bar, pub, or club, 6.3%. Five, at school, 6% and I imagine this includes university as well, and then six, via social media, 4.8%. So some of that might be surprising to you. Notice that uh, meeting through church and things like that didn't appear on that list. And I think as um, you know, technology use rises, the old-fashioned ways of meeting people are going down, such as pubs, clubs, and bars only being 6.3%. So now we're going to do a deep dive into each of these. We're going to focus on these six methods, plus a couple more that I think you might be able to use. So, firstly, the dating apps. If around 30% of couples are meeting on dating apps, then that's a pretty good reason to, to go and try it out. They say that it's really powerful for introverts. It gives people that are, I guess, less confident approaching people and talking in groups, etc. It gives them an easy way to make a connection. And it's just no barriers to entry you know within an hour you can find some good pictures set up an account and and get to swiping get to messaging and my advice for this is don't go it alone in the sense of you can create a good hinge account or whatever app you want to use but you're going to be biased and you're not going to be able to judge your pictures and your comments and your bio fairly so i always get my mate to review it and what you do is you even if it's an odd question, please can you pretend that you're uh, someone looking at this and let me know which pictures I need to take down and which answers, which bio points do I need to remove? And getting it peer reviewed, just like a journal article, scientific paper gets peer reviewed, using your peers to review your profile can help you spot anything that you couldn't really judge for yourself. It is hard for us to judge our own photos and judge our own um, self when it comes to these things. So getting that second, third, fourth opinion can be really powerful, especially if it's a member of the, the sex that you're attracted to. Number two, through a mutual friend. This is how my last relationship started. I think this is a really common one. When you're introduced through a mutual friend, there's a good chance that you probably have similar interests because you're in the same circles. There's probably a high level of trust because you know that the mutual friend is kind of recommending it and this is a really powerful way to, to meet others. You can enhance the chances of this happening by letting your friends know that you are available, you are in the market, and saying, hey guys, keep an eye out. Um, if you meet someone that you think I could be a good match with, feel free to give me the introduction. And I can think of plenty of times where I've introduced my friends to someone that could be a good partner, and the same has happened to me. But but feel free to proactively request that. To um, That'll easily double your chances of, of getting that introduction. Number three on the list was meeting people at work. I don't believe in this in the slightest. I, you know, I've always been told, um, you know, you don't want to have uh, relationships with people that you're working with. But at 15.9%, this survey, you know, if the survey is accurate, that's uh, pretty substantial. And I remember when I was working at large uh, corporate firms, I did see a lot of relationships happening. And it's pretty obvious why. You, you may have similar goals in life. You're at your similar stage of life, um, similar interests, similar Uh, occupations similar life schedules it makes sense why this will happen I personally wouldn't want to mix my my focus at work with any other focuses but hey if it if it's happening in Australia it just means there's a a good chance it may happen to you what can we do about that chase our dream jobs make sure we're happy in our field and it's a good fit for us it's something we're passionate about and it's something that's in line with our values and our um, ideals And number four on the list, pretty low relative to what you might expect. At a bar, pub, or club, 6.3%. So I'm sure we've all experienced this and know that it is a good way to meet people. But if I'm looking for a genuine partner, I know that I'm not going to go out Saturday night and expect to meet a partner. I think the people that are up partying on Saturday night may be more interested in fun and and not looking for, I guess, a long-term deep connection that I might be after. If I'm looking for a partner, I'm going out on a Thursday or Friday after work drinks, you know, like between five and eight or something. Something nice and early where, you know, you just walk over in your work clothes and that's a, that's a really uh, good time to meet other people who are just catching up after work as well. So you got to think to yourself, um, you know, when you're going to these places, who, what other type of people will be going there? And that's a simple example. And number five on the list was school, which I'm assuming includes university as well. At six percent, basically the same as pubs and clubs and bars, and number five on the list was through social media. I know that if I go on a date with someone and we're getting along, that girl's going to want to show her friends my Instagram, and it's I've been told that it's my duty to make sure that it's it's a it's a nice Instagram, because no one's going to want to brag to someone and show their friends a terrible looking Instagram. So no matter how shallow this sounds, I recommend going through your Instagram and giving it a, a tidy. Looking at all your photos and saying, picture this, if you had that as a printed photo, would you show that to someone on a first date? Uh, Does it encapsulate your personality? Does it project the same message that you want it to project? And if any of your photos are not in line with with what you want to be projecting about yourself, just archive or delete that photo and tidy up that Instagram. And that will increase your chances of uh, meeting people through social media. Social media is also another way to show people that you do cool things and you are an exciting person. I remember when I was a young kid, I remember we had family friends come over after a trip and they put pictures into a projector and scrolled through the projector, projecting their photos on the wall. And that's kind of the old fashioned way of how people used to show what they were up to to their friends and and show what activities they'd done. Potentially, you should treat your social media like that. You want to it's the way that we show our friends and uh, people we might be interested in what we get up to and a little bit about ourselves so feel free to give that extra little bit of a tailor to to make sure it is projecting the right message and marketing you in the right light if you don't think social media is part of your personal brand marketing then i don't think you understand how how personal branding works because anyone who sees that instagram is going to get an opinion of you um, and you have the ability to help shape that so To some degree do think of your personal brand as personal marketing in that sense when it comes to attracting friends or people that you're interested in dating now that is the top six ways that people meet each other and it's just statistics we're putting ourselves in good places that are giving us good chances of meeting other people and this is just one survey there might be you know other findings that that will have different splits between these activities and i want to mention one or two more activities that I think are a good place to meet people. After I, I did the podcast on how to find true love, uh, I was getting messages such as, I totally agree, I look for the same values as the other person. And if you're looking for someone with the same values for you, and you happen to be someone that loves giving back to the community and a bit philanthropic and you like helping people, then going to volunteering organizations is clearly going to be a way to be around other people with that philanthropic nature, that that helping, giving back nature. So, if you're looking for someone with your ideals, if it's on your list of musts that they are kind, caring, and giving in that sense, going to volunteering organization of which there are hundreds, if not more, in Australia, you can be around people that share those ideals, and you're clearly there to help out. But a secondary uh, benefit of doing that is that you're going to be around people that share those same attitudes as you. And then we've got getting out of the house. You're not going to meet anyone in your house by yourself. You are going to meet people in fitness classes, in learning classes, in activity, in meetup groups. By getting out there, you're definitely going to be meeting new people. And you may be meeting potential partners as well. So if you go to meetup, um, the website that has, I guess, I've seen Monopoly meetups. I've seen fitness meetups, etc., meditation meetups. Find something that you're interested in and potentially go to one of those meetups and other people with those interests and values will be there as well. Now, I don't think the gym is a good place to meet a partner, but fitness classes can sometimes be a little different or sports teams, mixed sports teams and and things like that. I've done mixed basketball uh, and seen things like that before. And when you agree to go to a social environment like that, people are probably a little bit more open to meeting new friends and potential partners than they would say in the gym. Like I would never recommend Uh, introducing yourself to someone at the gym but check out group fitness classes because uh, I've definitely had some friends that have uh, become partners from from group fitness classes and my final tip for where to find a partner is to take advantage of any invites that you might get there's been plenty of times where a friend will say come to this party I'm having come to this networking event I'm having um, or come to this lunch I'm having and I think I don't really want to go but I do know that people that are like-minded to me and and think like me, will be attending. And this could be a place where I could meet a partner. So I'll make sure I look nice and I go along and potentially meet someone that I hadn't met before. So take advantage of any invites you might get and also give invites. There'll be times where I'll say to my friends, guys, we're all single. It's time for us to hit the, the bar tonight or hit the restaurant and socialize a little bit. I'll give my friends a little bit of a reminder that we should be putting ourselves out there. So keep an eye out for any things you can uh, tag along to as a plus one or any networking events that you can go to and create some invitations yourself. Think of some nights out you can do or some events you can set up with your friends that may lead to you guys all meeting new people. And one more tip that is a big part of uh, potentially finding a partner. Steve Harvey said it on his show to the ladies in the audience. He said, once you found that partner, you can dress down and, and look your true self, no makeup, no fancy clothes, etc. because you've already found that partner and the trust is already there. But to increase your chances of meeting a partner, it's going to benefit you to look your best. And this 100% applies to guys as well. If you look your best, you're going to make a better first impression and you're going to increase your chances of, of having that spark. You may say looks are shallow, but... When we're first meeting someone sometimes that's all we have to go off and the science says you know we make our first impression we work out if we're attracted to someone within the first few seconds so if you're going to these situations where you might be meeting a partner iron that shirt do that hair do those nails whatever it is that makes you that you can do to, to make, give yourself that best uh, appearance do that because it it might increase your chances of finding a partner and one final note is that before you go along to an event, you can do a little calculation on whether the people there will be the type of people you might be able to date or the people that there might be the type of people you're not really interested in. I've gone to events where it was a very intellectual group of people, uh, so much so that part of me didn't, didn't really feel any, any spark with any of the people there. I've also gone to events that were, uh, I'd say, non-intellectual, and because of that, despite being attracted to people's appearances, I may not have been attracted to them on a genuine level. So you want to make sure that you go to places that people you're going to be genuinely attracted to will be there as well. And before you go to an event like that, um, make sure you, you keep your mind open to potentially meeting a partner. For me, an example of that would be a networking event where I'm surrounded by professionals that are career driven um, and there's been plenty of networking events where I've, I've met people that I wanted to go on dates with. So keep that in mind that you can know in advance whether the group you're about to hang out with is likely to have people that you could date or probably likely to have people that you won't be interested in. And if you want to find a partner, maybe uh, tend towards the ones where you, you do have that opportunity for a relationship. So thank you for joining us, and please pass this on to a friend that you think needs to get out there a little bit more, and this may help them find love. Please subscribe so we can bring you more content.